Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm, <coughs> excuse me, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, in the midst of us, regardless of everything going on around us today, tomorrow, and any other day. God will see you through. Oh, I like that. God will see you through. I like that. Isn't that wonderful? <clears throat> Well, another journey, another week, another victory that we have obtained. <clears throat> you say, I didn't obtain no victory. Yes, you did. You woke up this morning. You lived through the whole week. You obtained victory. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody didn't wake up Monday morning. Amen. Last Monday morning, somebody didn't wake up Tuesday. But we need to thank God for his graciousness, his love, and his concern for us. Amen. Listen, bow your head real quick for, for, for me this afternoon. Bow your head. Father, we thank you for the word of God today. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love. We thank you for every little soul that's watching this broadcast right now. I have to just save the liver and make free. I bind the hand of the enemy from hindering the word of God and the people of God from receiving God's word and the victory in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. <coughs> Tonight, <coughs> I want to talk to you this afternoon. This day, I want to talk to you about a thought that came to me. And it's an interesting thought. It's a song, but it's a thought. And that thought and that song is the Lord has brought me. Do you hear that? The Lord has brought me. Now think about that. What do that mean to you? The Lord has brought you. <clears throat> So there used to be a song we used to sing in the church, a church back in Tabernacle, and a lot of other churches used to sing this song. <clears throat> so I want to get this song, and I want to give you, sing the words, sing the words to this song, and I want you to listen to it and let it apply to your life. And see what God can do, what God has done for you in the past, and what God is getting ready to do for you. Now and in the future. Because we need to remember that God brought us from a mighty long way. <clears throat> okay, here we go. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. One more time. The Lord has brought me, oh yeah, from a mighty long way, all right. He brought me through trials, oh yes, he has, and he brought me through tears, oh yes, yes, yes. The Lord has brought me, put yourself there, from a mighty long way. Okay, now listen to this. <clears throat> the Lord has brought me, oh yes, yes, from a mighty long way. Now listen to this. He kept me by his goodness. Yes, yes. And he saved me by his grace. Yes, yes. The 
got it, buddy. The Lord has brought me. Come on, come on, come on. From a mighty long way. One more time. <clears throat> the Lord has brought me. The Lord has brought me. Come on. From a mighty long way. Oh, yes, he has. He's brought me through trials. Oh, yes, yes. And he brought me through tears. All right. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. He kept me by his goodness. He kept me by his goodness. And he saved me by his grace. And he saved me by his grace. The Lord has brought me. The Lord has brought me. Oh, yes, he has. From a mighty long way. Oh, yes. That song is very important that we remember it, that the Lord has brought us from a mighty long way. He's kept us by his goodness. He saved us by his grace. The Lord has brought us from a mighty long way. I'm excited about that today. I'm excited about what God is doing in the midst of us, regardless of what's going on. Amen. The system seems to have acted up all of a sudden, and, it, and it's not functioning properly all of a sudden. But the Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. Amen. He's kept me by his goodness, and he saved me by his grace. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. That's something to think about. How far the Lord has brought you from in the midst of everything. It's a blessing to know that God walks with you, works with you, moves in your behalf, regardless of everything that happens around you. Get your Bibles. Amen. Get your Bibles. I don't know what's wrong with the system tonight. It's not working properly. Amen. Things are just conking out and doing what they want tonight. But I know that the Lord has brought us all from a mighty long way. He's kept us by his goodness. And he saved us. By his wonderful grace, so the Lord has brought us all from a mighty long way. Through temptation and trials, through tests, through discouragement and tears, the Lord God Almighty has brought us. If you would go with me today, to the book of Judges. In the book of Judges, 
chapter 6 and verse 8. Today, we often think about everything we can get from God. We often think about what we deserve from God. But I want to tell you something. I want to tell you that you You deserve all God's blessings on your life. Judges chapter 6 and verse 8. That the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. I'm going to read it again. That the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. The children of Israel like us. God brought deliverance to our lives. God brought salvation, healing to our lives. But what we did, I won't think. We didn't want to hear what God had to say. Just as the children of Israel, we didn't want to do what God say do so we do our own thing we go to church when we in the mood we pray when we in the mood we read our bible when we in the mood we live right when we in the mood we do all this stuff when we in the mood and as I think about this the song I was just singing that the Lord has brought me a mighty long way. And God has brought many of you a mighty, 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 mighty long way. He's kept you by his goodness and he saved you by his grace. But yet you do just as the children of Israel did. Oh, yeah. The children of Israel was brought out of Egypt. They cried, they cried, they cried. But God to deliver them. They had a fit when God sent Moses, but yet they wanted God to deliver them. They carried on and screamed and cried. Oh God, they objected to so many times. They're so horrible. But yet, these same people would not obey God. They would not obey the voice of the Lord God. They would not hearken to the voice of the Lord God. They wanted to do what they wanted to do. They didn't want to hear what the Lord God has said. But I want to tell you something about the Lord bringing you. 
He's going to hold you accountable in judgment for what he's done for you. And you have not remembered him. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. God is going to hold you accountable because he said he's going to judge you for everything, for every idle word he's going to hold you accountable for. Every vow you made, every promise you made. God is going to hold you accountable. So Israel, Israel would not remember God bringing them out. They got caught up in doing it. It doesn't give them and do whatever they want so they didn't hear no more the name of God that brought them out. They didn't want to hear that. God brought them up out of a very great God made them into something, but they didn't want God to do it his way. They wanted God to do it their way. They wanted God to do things the way they wanted. I want to tell you something. It's God's way or no way. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. It's God's way or no way. It's either you going God's way or you're going no way. Did you hear what I said? Are you going God's way or you're going no way at all? The Bible says the weapons of our wolf are not part of a mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And that means rebuking the devil when you have to. Through the blood of Jesus. But we must remember the God that brought us. The children of Israel seem to have forgotten who God was. They don't remember no more. How can you forget a God that brought you to the right seat? How can you forget the God that brought you to a, a fire protecting you? Oh my gosh. How can you forget the God that rained down manna for you to eat when you were hungry and you were still lusting for more? That sounds like us. God bless you with a car. Oh, I don't know what that car is. I want a new one. God bless you with a good job. Now I want another job. I want a better job. I want a more high-paying job. But sometimes God can bless you where you at. The Lord has brought me a mighty long way. That should be your thought. Your connection each day that the Lord has brought you from a mighty, 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 mighty long way. And that he kept you by his goodness. And that he saved you by his grace. Oh, Y'all need to understand that about God. Y'all need to understand that God is the one that brings us. God is the one that keeps us. It's him. It ain't us. It ain't us. It's not us. It is God who brings us through our trials and our tribulations. It is God who gives us the victory. <laughs> the enemy met it with me today. I have the victory anyhow, so I'm not going to worry. Let's move on. 
Let's go to first set of First Samuel chapter 15 and verse 20. First Samuel chapter 15. I want to show you something about being brought and bringing stuff. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 20. Listen to this. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. Let's read it one more time. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Ahag, Ahag, Ahag the king of the of Amalek, and utterly destroyed the Amalekites. Oh, that's our convention, right? Well, Saul forgot the God that brought him to be the first king. Saul utterly forgot that the Lord brought him to be the first king. I was reading, I read a story some years ago about one of the very first black politicians to get to Congress in our, in our time. And he got wrapped up in some corrupt stuff. And he got himself arrested. Stashing money in his refrigerator and stuff. He forgot where he come from. He forgot the God that brought him where he was at. And it's the same thing with Paul, King Saul, was the first king of Israel. But his heart was not in remembrance of the Lord God. Did you hear what I said? If his heart was in the remembrance of the Lord God that brought him to be king, that picked him to be king, he would have never lied to Samuel. He said, I did what the Lord told me to do. I went the way he told me to go. And I brought back the king Agai, the, uh, king, uh, the king of uh, the Amalekites, Agai. I brought him back. Samuel wanted to know why is this man here? Why is King Agai here? You said you utterly destroyed the Amalekites. Why is he here? You brought this man here, but you forgot the word that the God that brought you to be king. You forgot it. You disregarded it. And that's what a lot of people are today. A lot of preachers are the same way today. They forgot the God that brought them to where they are. And they took along some trash and garbage with them. God told Saul to destroy everything. Oh, no, 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 no. Saul chose to bring back sheep and the king. What would you need the sheep for? What did you need to bring the king for? Because Saul did this, he lost the kingdom. Cause the death of his own children. You gotta be careful what you do. You must remember the Lord God 
that brought you. You can run around saying, I don't believe in God. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. You got to remember the God that brought you. You got to remember the mercy God showed you when you get in your car in the morning. You got to remember God's kindness. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. You got to remember God's mercies and his grace that he shows you that he don't have to show you. Y'all ain't hearing me today. Y'all think y'all. You got to remember you want all these blessings. Better jobs, better home. Some of y'all want to get married. Some of y'all want all this and you want that. But you want to remember the God that brought you. You won't dedicate your time to the Lord. You got an excuse for everything. I remember years ago back in Tabernacle, the sister visited Tabernacle. She was in a wheelchair. And boy, when the anointing of God got on her, boy, it was something to see. She'd be coming out of that wheelchair. And God called this woman to preach. But Pastor Washington said, God called you in that wheelchair. You ain't got no excuse. He called you to preach in that wheelchair. You ain't got no excuse. You need to remember the God that brought you to this point. We got to remember God. We got to remember God. We got to remember who brought us here. I didn't come here on my own. I'm not standing here on my own because God has brought me here today. God allowed me to be before you today. But so, his heart was never right from the get-go. God gave him a heart of flesh. The man still did disrespect to what God said. He didn't care. He wasn't interested in remembering the God that brought him. It was at no time. God could have choose anybody to be king besides Saul. Yes, he could. If you read about David, even David used to get in trouble, but he always remembered God. He always remembered the God that brought him. Very important. It's very important that you remember the God that brought you from where you were to where you are. It's a way you want to go in life. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. You got to remember the God that brought you from point A to point B to point B and to point Z. The end of the story. Some people come over here to get what they want. They were talking about, I was, I was talking with one of the uh, saints that I know online on Facebook. He was talking about Judas. Yeah. He was talking about Judas that Judas went around Jesus. He ministered with Jesus. But he, for the love of money. And that's why he took the money to betray Jesus. So I told him, I said, listen. People come over here for a while. Their motive ain't right from the get-go. You don't know it. I don't know it, but God knows they motive ain't right. They come over here, play church, act silly, child, do all the things. Until they get what they want. Boom! Oh, thank God. They don't worry about their business. He said, I can't believe they left the church. 
They were never in it. They were never part of the church of the living God. They were in the building. And that was Saul. Saul was in the position of the king. That's it. Ah, uh, I was explaining to my wife some time ago about King Saul. And a lot of people don't understand this. When Samuel told King Saul that God has rejected him from the throne, he still ascended to the throne in the physical, but God had rejected me and wanted nothing to do with him. That's something to think about. You got to be careful. You could be just going through the motions and God ain't went through at all. You got to be very careful. You're not just going through the motions, folks. You got to make sure that you're with God and God is with you. He said you never leave. You know, for sacred I be you to the end of the day. But it got to be two ways. It got to be two ways. You got to be that way. And you're going to be with him to the end. Look at this scripture. Verse 20. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yeah, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and utterly destroyed the Amalekites. How could you lie like that? You forgot the God that brought you. You forgot the very God that brought you. When you're going to lie to the prophet, I did what God told you. You even got evidence that you lie. The king is your evidence. The sheep was the evidence. We got to do what God say do when he say do it. Let's move on. Let's go to Exodus chapter 10. Exodus chapter 10. Exodus chapter 10, verse 17. Listen what it says. Now, therefore, oh, wait, 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 M17, let's see. Okay, now listen to this. Now, therefore, forgive, I pray thee, my sin, this once, only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me the de this death only. This is Pharaoh. This is Exodus chapter 10. Verse 17. He said, now therefore forgive, I pray thee, my sin, forgive my, I pray, uh, therefore, now therefore forgive, I pray thee, my sin, my sin, only this one, and entreat the Lord uh, your God, that he may take away from me this death. Now all of a sudden, Pharaoh wants to remember God. Pharaoh was the one that was abusing God's people. 
But now, Pharaoh wants God to have mercy on him. Pharaoh wants God to take away the plague, but he only wanted him to take away the plague so he could continue his mess. You got to understand something about God. God did not change and he's still holy. God would always be holy. Let me pray for the broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every little soul under the sound of my voice. Watch the television broadcast right now. Meet every need in their life. Break every yoke in their life. Save, deliver, and make free. Oh, God, help them to remember that you brought them to this point in their life, that you give them life, you give them help, you give them breath. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, listen, don't forget, you can visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org, and you can click on become a partner. You can click on a, 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 a prayer request and leave a prayer request, and you can click on a testimony, leave a testimony what God is doing for you. Or you can write to us, the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated, P.O. Box 535, West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. That's the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated, P.O. Box 535, West Haver Store, New York, 10993. Let's move on. Okay, Pharaoh said, Where did Pharaoh go? Pharaoh says he wanted Moses now to pray. Listen to this. He wanted Moses to pray. Now, therefore, forgive, I pray thee, my sin. Only this one, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death. He wanted God to take away death from him. Check that out. He didn't remember God at all. See, you don't have to be saved for God to bring you to a new day. That's what messed people up. They're ungrateful. Anyhow, but Pharaoh wanted God to show mercy and kindness to him now. God wasn't having no nonsense like that. He wanted him to let God's people go. But he didn't want to do that. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalm 106. Psalm 106 and verse 21. Psalms 106 and verse 21 says, They forget God, their Savior, which have done great things in Egypt. Hold on, listen to this. They forget God, their Savior, which done great things in Egypt. Now, here we just was talking about Pharaoh wanted God to forgive his sin. But here now, the children of Israel forgot God, their Savior, <clears throat> that done great things for them in Egypt and bring them out. They forgot the God that brought them. Remember the song, The Lord has brought me a mighty long way. They wasn't thinking about that. They wasn't interested in God bringing them nowhere. The people of God, the children of Israel. The funny thing about this, all other countries 
was terrified of God. And here's the children of peace, the children of God, the people of God, doing what they want, disregarding and forgetting who He is, forgetting who God is. They forgot their Savior. God delivers a person from alcoholism. How can they forget him? God delivered a homosexual from homosexuality or lesbianism. How can you forget that God that cleaned you up? How can you forget the God that made a way out of no way for you and you know for a fact that it was God? You know everybody was turning thumbs down on you and God brought you through and brought you over, but yet you forgot God. You forgot God in your living. You do the works, but you forgot God in your living. In your fellowship. We forget God. Israel forgot their Savior. He's talking about in this, isn't it? Egypt represents sin. He's talking about us. God did great things for us to bring us out of sin. But we forget God. We doubt God. After God then save you, after God then bring you out. Now you don't believe God can heal you. Now you don't believe God can deliver you from little simple stuff. Now you don't believe God can help you get your bills paid. You forget the mighty God of Jacob. The healer of the world, the soon coming king. They forgot their savior. You know, sometimes you want to forget your banker. You want to forget all about your banker. You want to forget about the bank you bank with. You want to forget about your boss because they mean. You want to forget about your husband or your wife because they mean. They don't treat you right. You want to forget about your children sometimes because they don't love you. And don't care for you. They just want what they can get out of you. But you cannot and should not forget your Savior that brought you out of darkness into his marvelous life. You just should not forget him. There's nobody else. I know no one else that can save soul like Jesus he said come unto me all you are laden and heavy all you are labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest he said come, there, come unto me you will find rest for your soul not worried about other people's soul find rest for your soul but you forgot him you can't get that rest. You know why the children of Israel, the children of Israel did not enter into the rest of God? Because they did not believe him. They did not remember him. Amen. Because of unbelief. I'm telling you. That's how you forget the God that brought you. You go off into this unbelief state of mind. Even though God brought you. You can look out your window, see the car that God allowed you to get. Yeah. You look out, you look around the house that you're living in, and you know God made a way for you to get it. But yeah, you still forget it. 
other things are more important now. You ain't got time for God. You ain't got time for God because you got other issues going on. You're not interested in God now. You ain't got time. God is not important to you. God is like a piece of tissue to you now, you know? Oh, I don't need it. Just throw it to the side. That's what forgetting God is. Forgetting the God that brought you. That's what the church of Israel did. Now, I want to tell you something. That's why they didn't enter to the promised land. They forgot the very God that brought them. It's something to think about when we forget God. Do you want God to forget you? I don't want God to forget me. I don't want God to turn his back on me. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want God to reject me. It's not like God rejecting you, beloved. When God rejects you, you've been rejected. Ain't nobody could do nothing for you. Ichabod, Ichabod, you finish. We can achieve all God has for us if we trust him and lean on him and depend on him. That's why I sing that song, the Lord brought me from a mighty long way. Brought me through trials and tears. He saved me by his goodness. He kept me by his goodness and saved me by his grace. Think about what you really truly want from God. What do we really want from God? Gotta keep us remembering that he brought us. Will it be more money? Will it be a bigger house? A pretty wife? A, a handsome husband? What is it? What is it you want from God to keep you in remembrance of him? You wanna know what the scripture says? Man that's born of a woman it's of a few days and full of trouble. You always got something going on. Always. But you can't remember God. I remember when I was coming up in the Lord. We go to church on Sunday, Friday, Bible school. And guess what? I don't remember one Sunday. I think it was a Sunday afternoon. We were talking to brothers. And one brother said, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get up on that pulpit. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And he did just that and never got there. He wasn't interested in the God that brought him. He was interested in prestige of being up on that big pulpit with over 4,000 members in the church. He wanted to be seen. He wanted to be glorified. Well, as the story goes, I found out later he wound up dying of AIDS. You cannot forget the God that brought you. Ah, oh, y'all don't hear me. Forgetting God means forgetting eternal life. You can't have eternal life if you forget your savior. You can have eternal damnation, that's a fact. But you'll never have eternal life. You'll never have eternal life without your savior, without Jesus Christ. 
The Bible makes this plain. This is interesting. There is no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. But in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, there is no other name. There is no other name under heaven whereby we can or will be saved. But in the name of Jesus Christ. But I, I think about how we are today. We have so, so, so much technology. We have so, so much technology. We don't even know what to do with it. Some of us got smartwatches, three and four laptops and tablets and desktops. And oh my gosh, we got it all. But we forgot the God that brought us to that point. Remember what I just said? What is it you want from God? See, people run a, 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 a revival and services where prophets are prophesying, a prophet lying, most of them. They go run to these services, wanting the prophet to tell them their future. You really want to know your future? It's right here in this Bible. Your future is right in this Bible right here. Within those 66 books, you're going to find your future. Oh, there's nothing wrong with prophets, real prophets. Well, real prophets are going to tell you you need to get in God's word for yourself. Uh, that was the people of Israel, the children of Israel, probably. God had to send them a prophet to tell them. God actually had to send them a prophet to tell them, you forgot me. Some of them had the nerve to say, when have we forgot you? How have we forgot you? You forgot me in your living. Your praise is fake. Your worship is worthless. You know, you can't praise God when you don't live right. It's fake. I was thinking about something today driving that's really interesting. I was thinking about how they make things and how an original, I was thinking about uh, one of the TV shows. Uh, I don't think it was, I, I was thinking about the Honeymooners and I was thinking about another show. And I was thinking about this how with the Honeymooners when they made it with the black actors, and even if they made it a white actor, it still would have never been the same. It was awful. Nobody was going to touch Jackie Gleason and Art Carney. Those were original. And I'm going to tell you something about the devil. That's how he gets you to forget the God that brought you to give you imitation stuff. Big stuff. Try to replicate and duplicate an original. You can't reduplicate God. That's why he tried to play God. That's why he's going to get his end results. When you read the word of God, you're going 
going to find out that enemies constantly try to duplicate God, imitate God. You can't imitate God. You can't fake God. We forget God when we stop living for him. We forget God when we stop praying. We forget God when we stop praying faithfully. I, I'm going to tell you something about faithful praying. Faithful praying is when you faithfully pray from your heart. Now, words just come out of your mouth. That's faithful prayer. You're praying for other people for God to do things in your life, in their life. You're just not praying for, oh, greedy you. You're praying for other people. You're praying for God to touch their lives. You're praying for God to meet the needs in their lives. I just hope greedy you. You know what I'm saying? Me, myself, and I. Well, check this out. You know what I'm saying? that you got six months to mind your business. And six months of leave other people alone. So you got a lot of time to pray. Let me pray. The God that brought her. Remember the God that brought her. The Lord has brought us. Remember that. The Bible said, remember now that I created in the days that I you. Why? Because you strong. You in your right mind. You and your correct capacity to do for God. Hallelujah. 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 To do for God. You can live for God as an old man, but you can't do as much as a young man for God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You can't do as much for God when you're old as when you're young. That's why he called the young because they're strong and he called the old because they're wise. Hallelujah. Don't forget the God that brought you. Do not forget the God. Don't forget the God that brought you. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Don't forget the Son of the living God, Jesus Christ. Don't forget him. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're not fleshly, but they're mighty through God. They'll pull on down a stronghold, casting down every imagination and exalt itself against the knowledge which is the word of God. Hallelujah. We are empowered by God to stand the storm so we can remember the Lord thy God that brought us. We're empowered. You want joy? You want strength? Remember God. Remember God that brought you. I remember back in Tabernacle. Pastor Washington would have uh, at a sense sometimes on Sunday night or Friday night, he would go through a thing about asking people, he'll have everybody in the congregation say, how many y'all been saved five years? People stand up. A lot of people stand up. 
How many of y'all been saying 10 years? A lot of people stand up. How many of y'all been saying 15 years? People stand up. How many of y'all been saying 20 years? 25 years? How many of y'all been saying 40 years? See, people stand up. You see some of the older folks stand up. They didn't forget the God that brought them. They didn't forget the God that brought them. But today, we forget God. We trash Him. This is a two-part message. We forget God. We forget the God that brought us. In our giving, in our loving, in our service, in our act, in our talk, in our prayer, in our fasting, we forget God. We fast to be seen. We pray to be heard. We sing to out sing someone out. We doing this thing. We got it down past. But we forgot the God that brought us. We got this down path, what we gonna do? Some people plan what they're gonna do. I'm gonna shout this way when I get to church. I'm gonna talk to sister so-and-so when I get to coming at all. To remember the Lord God. They coming to remember somebody else. To hang with their clique. You ain't fooling nobody but yourself. You're not fooling God. You can't fool the invisible God. You can't fool the all-knowing God. You can't fool the superior God. Oh, why do I say superior? Let me tell you. For the record, Sister Wells, there's many gods. Amen. There's a God of money. There's a God of sex. There's a God of food. There's a God of cars. There's a God of housing. They got all kinds of gods. And ain't none of them can say. Oh, you say, yeah, that ain't true. I drove my car and got an accident and the airbag saved me. That airbag can save you everyone's car. But there's other people that got airbags all over their car and die in the same accident. <laughs> you ain't fool. You can't fool me. <laughs> you can't fool me. I drive a car that has all kinds of technological stuff. I drive one of the world's safest cars, but I know the safest driver is Jesus Christ. Amen. He's my protector. I don't want to run bragging and tell everybody, I drive one of the world's safest cars. You know why? Because it's an automobile. It's going to get a flat. It's going to run out of gas. It's going to run out of oil. The windshield wipers may break. The windshield may crack in the winter. The seats get so hot in the summertime, you're behind this burning fitness. You're hoping the car will cool off in time. But the God of God, almighty God, he don't crack. He don't melt. He don't need no gas. He don't need no oil. He don't need no electricity. 
because he's the founder of all mankind. He's the founder of the world, the designer and maker of you and me. How could we forget him? How could we forget God? How could we forget the God that brought us? Ah, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. A lot of people get in situations. They hope, oh, God, save me from this. Oh, God, help me. Man. God, send help sometimes. But you still forget him. You won't live for him. You won't obey him. You won't follow through with your vow. You know what? A couple of weeks is going to be New Year. Do not go out there making no vows. That you can't keep. I, I, I'm guilty for that. I was, right? Years ago, New Year's, I would get out there and pray and make all these vows. And then one day I was saying to myself, well, what's going on? I don't forget. I stopped making vows, New Year. I don't make no more vows. I just live right. Because you are responsible for your vows. Do you know the Bible say vow and the friend not to pay? He's not like us. I keep telling folks, God's not like us. He's going to hold you accountable to your word. He's going to hold you accountable. Amen. He's going to hold you accountable. He's going to hold me accountable. Yeah. He's going to hold me accountable for telling you the truth tonight. He'll hold me accountable if I didn't. I want to tell you something. Don't forget the God that brought you. It sounds simple, but it's a fact. When we forget God, it's going to come a time he's going to forget you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. You're going to find a God said, keep with Israel. Got tired of their mess. It got so bad that God told Israel, Go call on those gods that you serve and let them heal you. Let them deliver you. Let them bring you out. I'm not doing nothing. That's right. Scripture says that God said that. that I'm not doing nothing. You do. Go call them. And then in the New Testament, do you know the Lord said, Why call me the Lord? I do things only things that I say do. Right here. God the Father and the Son of the living God. Said the same thing. Why call me Lord, Lord? They don't do the thing that I say do. Go to those gods that you serve. Let the God of money do it for you. See if he'll save you. Do you know there's some people, I don't care how much money you give them, it's not going to turn away any wrath from you. So don't fool yourself. Don't live in la-la land. Get right with God and stay right. Tonight is a short message. When we forget God, we cut ourselves off from deliverance, healing, salvation, our loved ones being blessed. It goes on and on and on by us forgetting God. Remember the God that brought you every single day. When you wake up in the morning, thank God for waking you up. When you get in your car, Remember God thanking for his mercy, the traveling mercy when you go driving. When you go to church, remember God. That's something to say. Isn't that something to say? 
when you go to church, remember God. Isn't that something that's terrible? And you got to tell people to remember God when you go to church because they don't go to church for God at all. It's a social club. It's a hookup location. There's another place to sell my new product to somebody. We forgot to guard the product. We got to get back on track. Lord willing, on next Sunday, I'll give you part two of this message. But I'm going to tell you something. You got to remember God. If there's anybody watching the broadcast today that don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, now is your time to give your life to the Lord. It's your moment. It's your time. Just before we pray, I want to let everybody know, December 31st to January 1st, we will be praying nightly from either 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. or 7.15 to 8.15 p.m. each night. Do not be begging God nothing for yourself. Call on the name of God for your community, your neighbors, other people that have needs. Not begging God for yourself all the time. Now, those of you that don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, let's pray. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for saving me this day. Help me to remember you that you brought me out of darkness into your marvelous light. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now let me pray for your Father in Jesus' name. Touch every liberal soul. Break every yoke in their heart and meet the needs in their lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you next Sunday at 5.15 or at Bible study at 8.15 p.m. God bless.